0: Hello, and welcome to episode 250 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Okay, Henny. Yeah. So yesterday was National Pisco Sour Day. Oh, yes. I, As I, I, was, everyone I was sharing with Henny, it is so hot right now here, and we have no air conditioning. It's very humid. It's just really uncomfortable. But yesterday feels like, okay, why don't we go out and we'll have... Ceviche and pisco sour. So fine. So we go. So when I was um in Canada, I had bought mm. a couple of dress like just like easy dress kind of things. So like the little like, this sundresses? Is, yeah, like it's these are like it's long, it goes right to the ground, it has no waist, nothing. Like it's something like, you know, it's just really comfy. You can just like let everything hang out, whatever. So yep yesterday's a perfect time. I'm going to put that thing on. And because I am really tanned, like I am really tanned. Yeah. Um, without trying to tan. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, just from being outside, just from being outside. So yeah, just the top me. of my body is tanned. So anyway, so it looks really good because it's kind of like, White, whatever. Anyway, so we go and we're standing in line at the restaurant waiting for a seat and it was quite busy. And so Phil says, OK, these people in front of us right in here. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, they're, they're looking, they're talking about you and looking like Jimmy the Curtis. And I said, <laughs> of course, of course, of course they are. And so anyway, I said, how do you know? He goes, because they were looking and then they're looking at their phones and then the two women are whispering to each other. Oh, oh, and so sure yeah. enough, I look and yeah, 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 they were, It was which was very funny. We had already planned to watch A Fish Called Wanda last night. And I, I'm pretty sure I have seen that. Before. I'm because sure you've seen it before. and I had it. But I mean, we were we giggled. I mean, you can really see how um like just the quality of movies have improved so much because I think that was like 19 19 I don't even remember what year it was. Mm-hmm. A long time ago. Yeah. A long a long time ago. And um but the, I mean, you're like, I'm watching and I'm like, the one guy has a stutter and the, and then like Kevin Klein keeps making fun of him. Like you would just never see this happen now. No. Like you just yeah. would not see. And they're like, they kept grabbing her boobs and grabbing her butt. And it was just like, oh my goodness. Like this just would not fly. We just wouldn't, it's not acceptable. It wasn't acceptable then. No. Well, obviously it was it wasn't right to do that correct but it was done yeah because uh, I, I said to bill I, like it just started, i said did he just grab her boob yeah and like subtly.
1: <laughs> and the thing is that that is interesting and it and you can tell like how your own sense of things has shifted over time because mm. I, I just looked up the date A fish called wanda came out in 1988
0: I was going to say 80 and I thought no that's not right And I'm
1: sure that watching it In 1988 and you would have seen Not you necessarily but like people In general you would have watched that you would have Seen him like grab her boob And like laughed like it would have been It would have been a part Of what we understood Societally as Physical humor Whereas now in 2024 You watch that and like and it's Uncomfortable at the least and horrifying at the most you know like yeah it's so interesting how so many of those things have really not yeah. necessarily stood the test
0: of time but it was still fun to watch of, of course. course it was course. still fun to watch because you're looking at all of those characters in there um like the the actors i mean you forget kevin klein is such a great uh physical uh, actor the comedian like it's physical comedy it's very funny um <laughs> I mean the whole thing was just it was just delightful to watch yeah uh, anyway so great anyways okay the other thing I'm yeah. going to ask you a question because the vehicle that I, I had rented yeah and the rental that I got when I was in Canada was a GMC and I haven't never had a GMC as a rental and so I got in and then i didn't, I think, I don't even, did I say this? I don't think I said this last time on the podcast, but I anyways, so. I don't, I couldn't figure out how to put it into, to drive. Oh, I'm, okay. Did I not tell you this? No, no, oh i never heard uh, this story. And I, I deleted the photo I had, I think in my phone just the other day, I should have kept it. Anyway, I'm literally, it's, it's 1230 AM and I'm in the car and I'm looking and I'm like, I cannot go out and ask this guy. Like <laughs> <I don't laughs> how do I make how do I make my car drive? Okay. I I've had to do that once before. I did have to do that once before. This is years and years ago. <laughs> I had a little mini and I'll tell you what that one was, but this one. <laughs> so I'm like looking around, I'm like, what in the heck? And I'm thinking it's not on the steering column. Like are we going back old school? Like no one puts them there, but there was a dial. And so I thought, oh, okay, there's a dial, but no, the dial was more for like overdrive or okay. like, you know, like uh, different trains and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what in the hell's happening here? So I look and there I see it's almost like a push button, the old radios, like you would have, you know, you'd push the thing, oh. but this is, a, but you pulled it towards you. Oh, that's confusing. You pull each little thing towards you. Right. What is this about? So anyway, I um, I had picked up my my friend Wanda, Speaking mm-hmm. of a fish called Wanda, my friend <laughs> Wanda, who's not a fish, she's actually a person. And so she gets in the car and I'm telling her, I said, oh my goodness, look, I got the thing and whatever. And she goes, oh, she goes, oh yeah, there's a pernundal. I said, the what? Pronundal?
1: I've okay. never heard this word before. Is this the question you were going to ask me? You were going to ask me, what
0: is a pronundal? <laughs> yes. <I'm> like, <laughs> so... I'd, I'd be like, at the Pernundal? She's like, yeah, the, right there. The the P-R-N-D-L. Park, reverse, neutral, drive. Low gear. <laughs> Sandy, you should see my face right now. I can see your face right now. Okay.
1: Okay. So you say, oh, there's the pranundal. And I'm like, Pranundal? I immediately pick up my phone and start <laughs> typing P-R-O and e i'm like <laughs> typing pronundal to see a word <laughs> nothing is coming up because in fact i've never heard the word because it isn't one I know.
0: oh i'm i said Sam. to her the pronundal okay but wanda wanda penny <laughs> it's from it is it is you know who you know who said it was the pronundal someone okay <laughs> Lucy. With the <laughs> Lucy was learning how to drive and Ricky was teaching her. Oh my goodness. And he said, put it, in, <laughs> put it in park. And she said, I don't see, he says it's right there. She says, it says per it doesn't say park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to look up this. Uh, sketch from I Love Lucy cuz I need to see Lucy driving.
0: And I put it said Pernundal and it said Pernundal car. It says what does Pernundal mean?
1: Oh my God. Sandy, I've never heard that in my life. That's Well,
0: that I mean it says P R N D L. But she said it and I said what are you talking about? She's like right there. She's like, <laughs> the, the Pernundal. <laughs> I said honest to God, Okay, I said now I have to add that. I said I have to as as many opportunities as I have to talk about the Perundel. I'm going to talk about the Perundel. So then I found the Perundel. You were able okay. to drive away. I but it was I didn't like it. Like I no. would not buy the vehicle just for that. I did not like where it was. Anyways, anyways, I've been I've been saving that because I just wanted to tell you, Sandy, my latest
1: food obsession.
0: Okay. Besides
1: the sweet beet salad mm. with the lemon feta dressing which mm. i am currently obsessed with is and i know this won't mean anything to you right now because it's so hot in in uh, in lima but it's although it's not typical february cold in the gta it is cold still it's still winter yeah and so I am currently obsessed with white chicken chili. God. I've never it's, had it. Oh my goodness! It's so so. I've done a couple of different white chilies because the thing with a white chili is it's white. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: correct. It just doesn't. It's, it has. It doesn't have a tomato base. That's what it right. is. Right. Like a, a a traditional chili is a red chili because it the base is tomato.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether it's sauce paste. Diced tomatoes, like whatever it is you're using, usually a mixture of all of those, right? But yeah. a white chili doesn't have that as a base. And so typically with a red chili, also the meat in a red chili would be, if, if you're having a, a, a chili that has meat in it, it would be mm-hmm. beef. Whereas right. in a white chili, it's usually poultry. It's usually chicken or turkey, right? Okay. And so there is one white chili that I've made before that had pumpkin in it and ground turkey. Okay, I haven't made that one in a long, long time. But that is a tasty chili. But the chili that I have made a couple of times in the last couple of months is a chicken chili, and it's got shredded chili or shredded chili, shredded chicken, like chicken
0: that. that yeah, you, I was going to ask you if it's. And then you yeah. pull
1: it with the yeah. forks, right? And it's got. uh like chilies in it. Like green chilies. Mm-hmm. It's got white beans. It's got yeah. some chicken broth. It's got. Some cilantro. Some green mm. onion. Like it's all. Like it's called a white chili. But it's it's a lot of green actually in it. And it is so tasty. And it's very mild. Because it doesn't have. The same like. Chili yeah. powder. Uh, mixture as a red chili would typically have, but it's got a, a little bit
0: of uh, red pepper flake in it. So there is a little bit of a, like a little bit I of heat. heat. Oh, it's so good. Okay. But sorry, did I miss what kind of beans are in it? So you can do a variety of different beans, but they're white beans. So you could do, uh,
1: okay. uh, so I've been doing one like time. A pinto. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You could do a pinto. I did a Navy bean.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cause they're
1: small and, and quite firm. Um, the last time I did it, I used a cannellini bean.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they're also
1: relatively small, but they're softer. Yeah. Mm, also delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just really tasty.
0: And have you been using your mini crock pot still? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I use it. So
1: I love my mini crock pot. I use it almost every day at school for lunch. Okay. Yeah, so in the fall, like when it was still hot, I was eating like just bringing salad in a bowl, right? And and yeah. a whole bunch of stuff in this into the salad, right? Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, September and most of October, that's what I was doing. But November, December, January, February, that's that mini crockpot comes okay. Every day. And it is it's a real delight because you just plug it in at some point during the morning, and then by the time it's time for lunch, yeah. you know whatever it is that I've got, whether it's uh, like a curry or a chili or a soup or you know whatever, it's hot and ready. And yeah, so, you know, and it's it's really it's really nice because it feels like it feels fresh, you know, like it feels yeah. fresh and ready to go, mm-hmm. and it's evenly heated through and and it's because it's because of the size that it is it is like the perfect little size of something you know like yeah it's enough to be full but not um so much that it's more than
0: you need you know right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i did say how hot it is but last week i did make uh homemade turkey soup because i had all my turkey broth um in yeah. the freezer and i was like i need to use some of it up because i had six big jars of it and so and phil had um surgery and so i thought the day he comes home he might be a little wonky you know Uh, from the anesthetic and stuff yeah as far as your um like your belly might
1: be a little upset
0: yeah and there was still when i had gone to canada i made him cornbread muffins and so there was still like a couple of those in the freezer. so i thought one of those and that might be just and if not i i'm fine with eating the um I like having the soup myself. It's quite yeah. tasty. Yeah. But there's nothing like this broth that I've made this last batch. Mm-hmm. Th- it is like so delicious. It's so thick. Like the soup actually thickens up like when it's cold. Right. Almost jellyish like. Yeah it's and then when it heats but it's like I literally I'm I'm like eating it and going oh this is so much goodness like there's so you feel so good about like I made the broth myself like you know and I did everything oh so so good um I did I think I ate that three days in a row uh, for lunch last week but this week coming up it's supposed to be super super hot and humid I don't think I can do it but uh there will not be soup for it, lunch. It will not be soup for lunch, no. <laughs> no soup for you. No soup for me. <laughs> At all. No soup for you. Oh, Henny, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, yes. I know I've mentioned this to you before, and because we, we take forever, Phil and I, to watch something, but the David Beckham series. Oh, yes. I've I, never, I never watched it. It's I cannot Netflix. I cannot recommend it enough. Oh okay. tr- and it's I know nothing about football. It is so well done. I don't know much about either of those people. I mean, I right. know who she is. Yeah. I know what she looks like. Yeah. I know what he looks like. You see things yeah. in and out of the, you know, the news or whatever yeah but it's really about his life and his um journey through his his um uh, career through football, yeah or, um soccer and um and their relationship through it all right so right right there's nothing about what she, like I, I mean a little bit about the spice girls but nothing about her designer like as a as a label her skin care like it is not plugging her at all it's really right. about him and talking about their relationship so i finished it yesterday because it's only four episodes okay um and they both get very emotional about it they they actually say that the journey to Do it, and this is what they share in the documentary. Yeah, was really like therapy for them because they forgotten because there's so much footage and stuff, and all that footage was then added in, and they forgot what it was like when they were 24 years old. Yeah, becoming parents. He did something really dumb in a football game, which they, England lost, and he was like the most hated person in the country. Right. for a year and a half people were right. spitting at him on the street booing him when he came on the pitch but what you find out about him is he is very OCD right like his he showed it his closet Phil was mm-hmm. like okay that's even more for I could that's us he goes yeah I know you make fun of me for mine but that <laughs> that, that, that level above. he goes, I I couldn't do that level okay like right yeah literally and he does all the cooking and he just like cleans these meticulous they were like do you clean it goes i i can't go to bed and not this is not like i i do it all um it was delightful i i honestly can't recommend it enough okay. i think it's in, i i mean if you're interested in finding out like about people's lives and behind the scenes they're more they were more open i, I actually found them to be um, really genuine, very humble, mm-hmm. um, very family oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they have a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, and okay. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people that do who are real assholes and I didn't, yeah. I didn't get the I didn't that get that from vibe from them. It was yeah. really, really, really mm. well done yeah it's
1: one of those things that every time i open netflix and i see it i think oh i want i want to watch that Ooh, like yeah. i because i am interested i love that stuff right like i love yeah. a i love a memoir you know a yeah. celebrity memoir especially like i i love it right um but i just yeah i haven't made it that far yet but i will i'll have to bump
0: it up on my
1: viewing yeah list. Yeah.
0: Well, also there's a new one out with Nicole Kidman called The Expat, which is all about someone in Hong Kong, and it's filmed in Hong Kong. Well, oh. you know no, I have to see that. I'm you have so, to. And that like, it's like it's like something that happens to a woman who is an expat. And then it's about like the neighbor and other people that are in her lives where she lives in the mid levels. Like I knew to me, it's like going to be like so fun because I can, on the mid levels, where in the mid levels did you live? Like I I can see all of these things. I keep, I said to Phil, we have to put it up. It can't wait until we have an empty space. We need to see it now because I just (laughs) need to see it. Um, So I'm very, very excited about that. Uh I had already heard about it. And then, and I had like two people message me saying, Have you seen this? Right. Have you seen this? Yeah. No, I have not seen it yet. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is today I finished a book mm-hmm. um, and it was called, uh, it's Nickel and Dimed. It's about poverty, the, and oh, what do you call it? Oh, reform, um, welfare reform in the US. The book okay. was done in like 90, I think it was done in like 96. But oh, the, wow. woman, the woman who did it, the author, actually lived on like she went and found minimum wage jobs went and then had to like find somewhere to live based on what she was making and she does it in three different cities and it's so well done and the reason I was even on my radar is because I was listening to an episode of Dax um armchair expert and he had a different he had another um author on who talked about was talking about Oh, people in the, he talked about the U.S. specifically, but, you know, some of the programs that are there, like in the U.S., you can, you can write off as a tax write-off any interest on your home, um, your mortgage. Oh. And saying, but the amount of, the amount that a lot of people get to use as a tax deduction is more than the working low, like minimum wage, full-time worker makes in a year oh wow and but and so he was said you know it's not about people who you know um have um, more disposable income giving more it's about not taking benefits necessarily like if if there was a shift right. that way right I mean, of course the issue is then you have to trust that the government is going to use that money in the right way it's going yeah. to go to the right thing yeah. um but it was it's super interesting um oh. And she's just, written a couple of other ones. Yeah. yeah. I just
1: looked the book up. So it's called Nickel and Dimed or Not yeah. Getting By in America by Barbara, it looks like Yes, yes that's that's
0: right. Yeah. yeah. And she's she's written a few actually books. Um she's seen. and that... so this book was from the nineties. Yes. And
1: how do you feel like like it
0: stands no, up I, to to
1: twenty twenty four?
0: Yeah, no, sorry. It was re- it was actually released on um two thousand and January first, two thousand and one. It was written between ninety eight and two
1: thousand. Okay, but still, it's so it's yes. it's still it's still twenty three
0: yeah. years old.
1: Yeah. So, but uh, do you feel like the ideas in it and
0: like what she's sharing are still? Uh, yeah. Except the only thing that wouldn't be are when she's citing certain things that the obviously that was the most current at the time. Like right.
1: Those so statistics, different have articles shifted.
0: and papers and stuff. But it would be really interesting. If um, you could see uh, something that directly showed this is where it was at this point and this is Mm -hmm. where it is at this time, like Mm -hmm. today, Um, it was super interesting. And and the one thing at the very end, she goes through sort of like the, the overall learnings. And the thing she says is that the affluent don't see the minimum wage Earners because they don't operate in the same circles. Mm. So their kids don't necessarily go to um, like a city, like a, a public education, because mm. they send them to private school. Mm-hmm. They're not taking public transit. They are not living in the same areas. They're living in gated communities. They're living in condos that have like very like um security and that. And so that that's part of the problem with um the assumptions that people don't want to work, they only want to collect welfare, is not actually understanding how hard people work. She said the one learning for her is she's a PhD. Mm-hmm. she said thinking that those jobs are unskilled she said there is no job in the world that is unskilled Correct. you have to have a skill to do every single job whether yeah. it's made to be trained to do things whether you're working retail there are processes that need to be done she said so you do need to learn things There, yeah. there you know well it, it, i think we've said this
1: like ages and ages and ages ago on the podcast but i remember like when i was growing up the threat, Mm. not in my household, but like in general, like in society was, if you didn't go to school, you would end up working at McDonald's. Correct. Right. That, that was like the general of, of the eighties that, and, and nineties, that was the threat. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I remember at one point, my dad, I think it was my dad who said like, to work at McDonald's, you have to be able to do a lot of things. Like, and I remember him saying, like, do you see how fast they're working? Do you see how, like, much they have to, like, do these things in their head or how many different mm-hmm. things they're keeping track of all at the same time? Like, like I remember him being, like, I mean, maybe you don't need a university degree to work here, but, like, you, you can't be a slouch. yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and that was, I mean, I remember as a kid being like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not, there's not an, first of all, it's not an insult to work at McDonald's. And so yeah. the fact that we're using it as an insult is crappy. And second of all, I mean,
0: you've got, like you said, y- there are no unskilled jobs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which and i mean and, and everyone knows i did work for mcdonald's you know for I 18 know. for 18 years and it was something that for sure i already it, it just added for me to my own like feeling of um like mm-hmm. not no worth you know yeah. because i hadn't had a, a you know post-secondary education like all mm-hmm. of those things and then i it was like i was a stereotypical like mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. this is what you didn't do and this is where you ended up you know right 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 without people recognizing that you know um i i mean i, I made i made for the time i made good money yeah yeah you know and and worked hard. And worked hard, yeah. And it needed to
1: be good at your job. Yeah,
0: it yeah. was not an easy job. And and working, you know, at, there was a location right where, the, where Mac is, and then you get kids, you know, young people who are plastered drunk, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what they want to throw in your face, you know, when they're all drunk and ordering and, you know, blah, 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 and, and throwing abuses at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I remember thinking, yeah, okay, well, you, know, you could have a degree, but it doesn't mean you have a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have no idea. Anyways, but... Yeah, you but, have no idea. You have no idea, yeah. Um, and and it also, it, it was, it, what she also said was like, you never get to really understand that you, that the minimum wage worker in a lot of cases is really the person who is more generous than you are because what they are giving you is they're cleaning your home at the expense of their own. Like they're living, you know, yeah. somewhere yeah. that they can't hardly afford to live. And a lot of people were like in what, where she was, were living in like weekly pay hotels, trailer park, yeah, things like that. She was one of them. She was in Key West actually working as a waitress. Oh, And saying, like, when it became, like, tourist season, how much the rates went up. And then there would be, like, five or six of them living in one little room.
1: Of course, because they couldn't afford to live there anymore. Correct. Because they couldn't afford to live there.
0: But they're the ones who are working at the restaurants that all all the tourists are going to. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so it was was just a good reminder, I think, that, I mean, I know for myself, I'm always, I I mean, I'm, I'm nice to people wherever like it doesn't yeah. matter um I never think that somebody working in a grocery store is any different than you know anybody else but mm-hmm. it it is just a good reminder of the sometimes that we you know we we are privileged with enjoying certain things mm-hmm and that other people it's almost it is almost at their expense like she's like you you know somebody's here um uh watching your children or serving you here but they're also neglecting like they're not neglecting but they're not getting to spend time with their kids correct so that you can spend time with your kids and correct correct anyways also super interesting
1: and so all right so you've done some Significantly great watching Some
0: significantly great reading And what about some significantly great listening Listening I have done a lot of listening too Because I've been It's podcasts and puzzles at my house I love that. That is my new life motto,
1: podcasts and puzzles. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's what I'm doing. Have you listened to all of the episodes of the How to Be Fine series on New Year, Same Old BS?
0: I'm pretty sure I have because of the last one I listened to was when the readers were wrote in like, is that yeah, right yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, yep, okay yep. Correct.
0: yes Correct. I, am. I am so we've today. listened to
1: all of them okay yeah. so i know a few weeks ago i mentioned like this is something that is like coming up or they just started and i said we'll wait until they're finished and then we'll right. talk about it so yeah. we are at that time because for the entire month of january every episode of how to be fine uh, which is a podcast that we've talked about quite a bit is every episode was about a particular fad diet. Yep. And, and so then they talked about what the fad diet was, where it came from, historically, the idea behind it, whether or not there was any, uh, like, like, um, you know, weight. <laughs> it feels weird yes. to say whether or not there yeah. was weight to it, but whether or not there was, you know, anything about it that was actually going to work um, mm-hmm. and, and sort of impacts of that diet on themselves, Uh, or on other people so and as I was going like each each week I was so the first one that they started with was the cabbage soup diet I think yes and and so right away I was like okay this is like a diet that I am familiar with a diet that I heard I have heard about both like ages ago and recently like this is people still
0: use this is
1: very much in the cultural milieu and so Every week, I was excited to see, like, what the next one was going to be. Hmm. The next ones were very strange. Very. <laughs> they were not what I thought they were going to be. Like, yeah. I, okay. Which diets would you have expected them to talk about? So, cabbage soup pops up. What Atkins. were the other ones that you, th- I thought for sure they were going to talk about Atkins. Never mentioned it.
0: Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to talk about Or, like, about
1: South Beach the south Beach diet, which also like atkins and south beach were almost the same thing i thought for sure they'd talk about that no yeah i also thought for sure they would talk about like vegan or vegetarian eating as a diet yeah never spoke about that
0: keto
1: not that that's that's a fad necessarily keto for sure or like what was the there was another paleo yes i thought they would talk about that yeah no, he didn't talk about any of those diets. And I was
0: like, oh, these are all the diets that I'm aware of. Yeah, but they, the three they talked about are ones that are from a long time ago. Yes. Like they weren't recent years. That's no. that's the one thing that they all did have in common. Yes. Yes. So maybe that was historically why, like they were just going by historical types of
1: diets. Yeah. Okay. So, so first they talk about the cabbage soup diet. What's your experience with or knowledge
0: of the cabbage soup diet? Yeah. So the cabbage soup diet, I, I remember like they talk about it being photocopied. I totally remember getting photocopies of that. Everybody wants to have that diet and that it was a hospital diet. Yeah. Like it was given to people who were having surgery, like heart Mm -hmm. surgeries, Mm -hmm. that needed to quickly lose weight. Mm -hmm. Um I have done that diet before. I've made many pots of soup. Mm -hmm. I but I actually enjoy I like the soup. Yeah. But it is not (laughs) it's not something that you can just eat the soup and like I couldn't I never lost weight eating the soup. Right. I I don't remember it being a successful um, diet, weight loss plan. So
1: I know of the cabbage soup diet, um, but I think that the reason I know of it is because the very first time I joined Weight Watchers, um, that was when points had recently been introduced.
0: And at
1: that time the only zero point foods were some vegetables vegetables correct and one of the like one of the things that you one of the recipes that you got in the original mm-hmm. booklet that you would get like with the welcome to the program booklet was a zero point soup hmm. and they called it zero point soup it was a cabbage soup correct it was a, it was zucchini onion yeah tomato Broth and cabbage, pretty much, yeah. you know, like, and, and so I remember because it was the very first time I'd ever joined, and, um, and I was like trying to follow the pro, well, I mean, obviously. Mother. Whether it's the first time or the you know millionth time, I'm you know <laughs> trying to follow the program exactly the way that it's designed to be followed.
0: You know, yeah. I want
1: to be successful. I and I want to do. And you're a good student. And I'm here. a good student. Like I want to do a good job. I want yes. to follow yes. the rules. Like I Correct. want to do what I'm supposed to be doing. And that that has been me my whole life. And so <laughs> when I was 18 and I joined Weight Watchers, you know the very oh, first yeah. thing I did was go to the grocery store, get all the ingredients, and make the cabbage the cabbage soup. Mm-hmm. And I ate a lot of zero point soup in the 10 months that I was like really following that program and and lost a significant amount of weight. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember like that period of time that I ate a lot of zero point soup, which was the cabbage soup. I ate a lot of uh, cooked cauliflower and broccoli because okay. that was also zero points. Mm-hmm. I ate a lot of salad with fat-free Italian dressing. Because yeah. That was also zero points. Like I ate a lot of that stuff. I also had the worst gas, <laughs> <laughs> and like by the worst, I mean like rank. Like like I could not stand <laughs> the smell myself. It was my own stench. Oh
0: dear. Guaranteed it was from all those cruciferous veggies. For sure. (laughs) For (laughs) sure. Add some asparagus in there and your urine stinks too. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so, oh, it was so bad. It was so bad for like a
1: year and a half of my life. So, so, so bad. Disgusting. Uh, Yeah. So that's my, so it wasn't exactly the cabbage soup diet, but it was yeah. cabbage soup diet adjacent, I would argue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And not necessarily because Weight Watchers was
0: telling me to do that, but because that's the way that I was interpreting the program at that time. Right. right? Yeah. But it was all. Let's just remember that was also the time that Henny was eating pink popcorn. The elephant. Correct. Popcorn. Correct. <laughs> I would eat. I would eat zero point f- soup, cabbage
1: soup. I would eat uh, cauliflower and broccoli and salad. Yeah. And then at nighttime before bed, I would have pink popcorn, red licorice, <laughs> uh, microwave popcorn. You know, like all of those little treats and things. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Correct. That was, that was how I did it. And I was very successful. Oh, yeah. It was balanced. I mean, you suffered all day eating that shit. So so that I, su- I, I, you know, I, I, I deserve something sweet and delicious
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So not the healthiest of diets, uh-huh. but definitely one that worked. I mean, I lost, I don't know, 120 pounds doing that. Yeah. <laughs> But I wouldn't recommend it despite no. despite the rapid weight loss. I would not recommend that. I mean, clearly it was not something that I could maintain nor yeah. something that I wanted to maintain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's okay, but could you see yourself now making a pot of cabbage soup? Yeah, I could. Okay. Yeah, I could because I
1: don't actually like I do love coleslaw. Yeah. But cabbage is not my favorite of vegetables. Like, like I could, I would be more inclined to make like a vegetable soup that had other vegetables in it rather than cabbage.
0: Okay. Growing up, you didn't just have cabbage, like uh, steamed cabbage with like maybe some carrot and butter on it as uh, a vegetable at dinner? You know
1: what? I think that my parents are not huge cabbage fans. And so we we very rarely had cabbage
0: okay very rarely it was it was very we very i think sunday dinners were cabbage was cabbage and sliced um, uh carrot steamed
1: no and seeing we would have had carrots for sure we were much more likely to have broccoli and cauliflower Uh, okay um than anything else a lot of peas and carrots a lot of um not a lot of but we also were a brussels sprouts family because my, because my mom loves Brussels sprouts. So yeah. we would have those. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, that's the thing. Like, a lot of the foods that you grow up eating, you grow up eating mm-hmm. them because that's what you, yeah. like, that's what your family prepares, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so cabbage was not really okay. in the,
0: the mix other yeah. than coleslaw. Yeah. And even now, you don't really like it. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, like, it's fine. Yeah. But I it, think it would be would, odd just to serve it now i think i think like if yeah. i were making a
1: soup uh, uh, like a vegetable soup there are so mm. many things that i would put in that soup before i would even consider putting cabbage in
0: right. simply
1: because i don't think of it even right yeah. um but that's not because i wouldn't like it i mean okay. if i yeah. had some if i had like a, a bag of shredded cabbage i mean sure th- throw a handful in i'd, I'd be yeah. okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you like cracksaw. That's it. Well, that's it. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not that I just like it. It's just, it's not my favorite vegetable. And so I wouldn't necessarily
0: think to even have it. Yeah.
1: They're not easy to work
0: with either when you get a big cabbage. It's a a bit of a, it's a bit of a mess to, to work with anyways. But you know, so that
1: was, so that was probably, I mean, from a, from the standpoint of like making a personal connection and like thinking about the, the, the diet and like laughing about it now, that was the best episode, the cabbage soup diet.
0: Yeah. The one thing then, go ahead. The one thing. Well, I just saying that it it was, uh, it it came out as the St. Jude's diet. And so it was so popular that the, the hospital actually had to come out to say, this is not something that we um, have like endorse. We, this is not something like that. We, you know encourage people it's not a diet it is not have anything to do with whatever because it was part of a diet that was going around that obviously somebody had access from being on a low sodium diet um for rapid weight loss what before having some sort of surgery because they I think that used to be much I mean I, I just don't hear about people having to do that now before surgeries.
1: Unless it were like a bariatric surgery.
0: Yeah. Yes. And they want you to, where they want you
1: to have removed weight prior. to Yeah.
0: But, but it could also, I mean, I'm sure it still does because it definitely would reduce risks with certain surgeries um, Mm -hmm. and such. But anyways, but anyways, the hospital, it, it was like people. And the problem was, is because then you think that it is something that is, um, you know, that, that people like doctors and nurses are encouraging people to do when it had nothing to do with with them at all.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So then they talked about the tapeworm diet,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> which was a funny episode to listen to just yeah. because it was so ridiculous um had what is your experience with or knowledge of the tapeworm diet
0: no the only time that i have ever even known about tapeworm is that i remember our dog had worms one time and we saw it in their poop yeah like this is when i was a kid we're talking like 50 years ago for crying yeah. out loud yeah but i do know that People can get a, a, you can get one. I did, I know right. that humans can get it. I've never ever heard of like getting one. I would never consider that to me. Honest to God, if I saw something live coming out of my butt, <laughs> honest to God, I think I would die. <laughs> Well, and I literally thing, would die. The thing
1: that was this okay. First of all, it's super, super strange to think that people would think to themselves, you know, what a really great thing to do would be to lose some weight is to have a worm inside of my body, eating. No, no. whatever. Like, no. like it's such a strange idea, but the best, like the best and funniest thing about this diet is that it actually never was a diet. Like no one yeah. ever ingested tapeworm in order to lose weight. It was, yeah. it was a complete, like, um, what is it called when it's, uh, it was an urban legend.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. It was something I guess that people talked about and people yeah. like. Maybe jokingly
0: said, yeah. yeah. But like, I wish I had to...
1: worms so that I could lose weight. Correct. But it never actually
0: existed. Right. Gross. Gross. Gross.
1: Yeah. So then they talk about this whole genre of Christian diets. Yes. And I think th- I, this particular episode, the episode about the Christian diets, was fascinating. Yeah. And terrifying to me yeah as a person who who grew up in the church
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like I should have heard about this like like I feel like this is the kind of thing that could have existed in my church although I am 98% sure that it did not because when I was a kid during the sermon because the sermon was boring I would read the church bulletin from cover to cover as like (laughs) something to do and there were lots of things in the bulletin like it was like all the schedules of like who was greeting who was bringing flowers who was helping in the nursery like those schedules were in the bulletin things coming up like for all the different groups like the young boys group the young girls group Group, the teen group the young adult group like what all the groups were doing mm-hmm. um you know all of the people who were in the hospital or out of the hospital like all of their information their health information was in the bulletin so you could mm-hmm. read all of that like if there were there were a lot of like ads for like pro-life uh rallies that like they would okay. be being invited to and even as a child I didn't understand why people would want to go to such a rally
0: um
1: so like I read those things from cover to cover I knew lots of information about the people in my church (laughs) I never read anything about like a diet group like there was a quilting group and a crafting group and like there were lots of groups I never read anything about a diet group and I feel like if I had, especially because not only was I reading these things carefully and voraciously, I also was a child who always had overweight and who always from the time I was six years old was conscious of the fact that I should be losing weight. Right. Right. Should be in quotation marks. Right. And so I feel like had there been like something that was like, Carefully worded to make it sound like it wasn't quite a diet, but it was a diet. I feel like I would have clued in. Yeah. What I mean? Like, I feel like I would have been sensitive to that. And I never did. Although, listening to like some of these, like some of the book titles that they were talking about, like Thin for Him and like books like this, like honestly, just makes me shake my head because I believe that that stuff, I mean, I believe that that stuff existed is what I was going to say. Obviously it exists because they yes. talked about, it and they had like the resources that they've yes. pro- seen yeah. and read yeah. themselves. You know? But, yeah. but like, I feel like, okay, I, I'm sure our church library had that stuff. Like I'm sure of it. I mean, I never went to the church library, so I don't actually know, but like it had to have, it had yeah. to have, it had to have been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me because there's a, a, a Netflix series about one of these cults that's called oh, yeah. what uh the way down god greed in the cult of gwen shamblin oh so yeah it's a five part oh it's on hbo maybe it's not on oh no is there a netflix i think it is on netflix if it's on. anyway if it's
1: on hbo it might be on crave
0: and yeah. is it the
1: way down like w-a-y or way like w-e-i I-G-H.
0: No way. W-A-Y. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to look that up because, yeah, I feel like I would be interested in. The thing is like, okay why does it not surprise me that Christianity tied itself with the diet industry? Because one of like, because one of the things that is so important in Christianity is discipline and willpower mm. and, and, you know, and doing the right thing and, and being like acting in a way that is a uh, representative of God. Right. So, yeah. so I feel like definitely being like having overweight was looked down upon for sure. Yeah. I remember in my, so I went to a private Christian school in elementary school and in high school. And uh, I got a very good education in these schools. I was very prepared for post-secondary education by the time I finished. uh, And I had, a lot of good teachers. I had some not so great teachers, but I had a lot of great teachers. I had a, I had a good, for myself, as a person who was academically capable and without learning challenges, I had a very positive experience in the system. However... I remember in elementary school on our report cards, because the elementary schools that are private don't have to align with the ministry of education. Mm-hmm. And so the report card is their own thing. It doesn't look like a particular, like a traditional provincial report. Okay. Card. Mm-hmm. And so they can put whatever they want on their report card. Okay. So they had yeah. all sorts of, all sorts of like subjects, including Bible, right. Okay. And like penmanship, you know, things like that. But they also had their own like section of learning skills. And so a provincial report card now has learning skills on it, like responsibility and organization. Right. And I remember that our learning skills in like my report card when I was a kid also had responsibility and organization. But I remember that one of the uh, one of the learning skills that was on there was self-control. Okay. And I used to get like excellent marks in all of my learning skills, except for self-control. I always got an average mark in self-control. But like as a kid, I didn't understand why I wasn't achieving excellent in that particular skill because I never got in trouble. Like yeah. I, we did what I was supposed to. Yeah. I never got angry. Like so, yeah. like all of the things that I understood as a kid as being self control. Like I thought I was demonstrating self control. It wasn't until I was out of elementary school and into high school, and then like I don't know if maybe it was a discussion with my parents or something, but it came to my attention that the reason I never got a high mark uh. self control was because I. Because I clearly had a weight problem. That is... That makes me... Very sad. Isn't it unreal? Like, I'm just glad that as a kid, like when it was happening, I didn't realize that that's what it was. It wasn't until I was maybe it was even university by the time I, but by the time that information was shared with me. But, like, can you imagine? Like, I cannot even imagine as a teacher myself today, I cannot imagine looking at my students and saying, okay, this child carries a little extra weight on their body, clearly they have a problem with self-control. What? First of all, how do you know that? Second yeah. of all, why do you care? And third yeah. of all, who are you to make these judgments? <laughs> Not exactly. Anyway. Oh so all of that to say, it doesn't surprise me
0: that Christianity really linked itself up with the diet industry. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of the other things that they said that it was mostly... Women who ran these groups, mm-hmm. because it was also a way that women could earn money mm-hmm. and have like like be a
1: leader. Yes, because for for a long time and still in some denominations there is no space for women in leadership roles. Yes, yeah, fascinating,
0: fascinating, and yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we need there to were watch so, that There
1: were so, so many things about it that I was like, oh my goodness, this is killing me.
0: <sighs> Killing. Yeah, Killing I'm me. gonna
1: have to watch this documentary. The way down that like, that sounds
0: fantastic. I mean, yeah. awful, but yeah, fantastic. And you know there were gonna be like there was gonna be fat camps that they were gonna be running like uh, you know, uh, crazy, awful. crazy.
1: And, and and the one thing that that um that the uh, pot the host of the podcast mentioned that I that I thought was super super important is one of the most problematic issues with a diet that is attached to a religion is what does it say about, like, if if the reason you are supposed to be losing weight and getting thin is so that you can be a better Christian or so that you can be better aligned with God or with whatever being that you, you uh, associate with or, or believe in, what does it say about you when you Uh, maybe if you are not willing, if you're not looking to lose weight or if you have lost weight and then you regain the weight or, you know what I mean? Like, like it's really making a value judgment Mm -hmm. on you because of what you are or aren't doing that is related to your weight. Yes. And as we know, there are things you can do or not do that impact your weight. There are also many things that have nothing to do with what you do or don't do that are attached to your weight. Also like the thing that, you know, that, that we are trying to re sort of, you know, re socialize ourselves about in, you know, in our understanding and our belief is that, that there is that, there isn't good or bad related to the size of your body Yeah. right that and and so when you attach it to religion i mean mm-hmm. it just it's like exacerbating this this value judgment right like yeah mhm e
0: i know <laughs> yes that was <laughs> totally new to me i had i that i i also not, had never heard of it not it doesn't surprise me I, like, it wasn't like I thought, oh, I can never imagine it, no. however, I have never heard of it. No. Same. Same. I'd never heard of it either. No. But, sure, doesn't surprise me.
1: And then, was was there one more? Yeah, the cigarette. Oh, smoke. yeah,
0: the cigarette diet. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say that I, because I did smoke twice, I smoked, just quit and then started and quit again. And I would not say that I started smoking to lose weight. Right. I would say that it was a concern about quitting and Correct. gaining weight. Correct. Okay. That, that makes sense to me. So the first time I quit, I quit to fit into my wedding dress. No, to I my wedding dress was I bought it a certain size, so I couldn't gain weight. But I quit because my boss was going to give me a thousand dollars. And this is nineteen ninety uh, no, 1998. So $1,000 yes. was a good chunk of change. Yeah. To quit smoking. Wow. But it was also at a time that I couldn't gain weight oh, okay. because my wedding dress. So I quit just before Christmas of 98. Okay. I got married in March of 99. Okay. No, and so 89, you- sorry, 1988. No, nineteen eighty-eight. Ah, okay. So that yeah. thousand. I'm thinking that faster. doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. And so. And so, when you quit that first time, yeah, you didn't gain weight. I didn't, you gain didn't, gain weight. You didn't gain weight. No, I didn't. But I had to work. I was. I was also like, I was going to Weight Watchers at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Weight Watchers and quitting smoking, because of fitting the into the stress. dress. Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: yeah. you started smoking again yes and then and the, the second time you quit did you gain weight that time
0: no I don't think I I don't think but I also probably with Weight Watchers at the same time right, right I'm right. trying to think because that was 1996 okay uh was the second time that I quit so I quit yeah I wasn't quit for that long was I no I quit I think until like I think I quit like in uh, by 89, like the beginning of 89, I'd quit. And then I started again probably in 94, 95. Okay. I only smoked for about an, uh, a year, I think, okay. after that. And then quit. Interesting. I know my
1: mom smoked when I was very young, and she quit when I was still a child. And she whether or not it's true I, I don't know but she will say that she gained a significant amount of weight after she quit. yeah yeah um and and the reason being is because she she replaced like she used to have a cigarette with her coffee
0: yeah and
1: then she replaced the cigarette with candy and so she used to have I remember because my dad used to buy it at the bulk section at Fortino's it was called it was called midget mix it had like uh the candied peanuts and like little square candies and like it had a bunch of different like it was a it was, it was a particular mix of candy and and so it would come home from the grocery store and that was only uh. for mom and it was only for her to have with her coffee
0: interesting and I, I
1: remember that as a kid that that was like it was a big thing but i well i also remember her complaining about gaining weight
0: yeah, I mean that's very common for anybody who smokes, is because it is very. There's a the, it's habitual, and so that's part of the quitting. It's not just that. I mean, Phil, Phil for a long time, um like he he used to, uh, stop drinking orange juice because he'd have orange juice and a cigarette. You know, like right. first thing in the morning, and then, um but you'd get up, you have a coffee, you have a smoke, you yeah. eat, you then you go out and you have a smoke. Like yeah. it was. So you have, you have to get in the car, you have a smoke
1: to replace you know?
0: that. You do um yeah. and and it be, it, that's that's what makes it doubly difficult but it also does they say that it does dull your appetite um your taste buds it mm-hmm. also occupies you like you're with you saying with your mom is that she needed to find something to keep herself busy mm-hmm. my dad when my dad quit he started chewing uh, cinnamon dentine gum
1: okay.
0: so my dad always had my dad always wore t-shirts in a pocket Right. And he al- and he always had a pen in his pocket, and he always had a pack of dentine. I guess the way that cigarettes were being advertised, Marketed. and even
1: today, yes. the way that cigarettes are being advertised is very much about the, the social status and, like, elegance and... Mm you know, um, like upper echelon kind of, you know, environment that comes along with smoking. And it was interesting because they were saying it's like the, one of the only things like products that is advertised that the object itself is not central to the ad.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Right. So you'll have
1: these massive ads, like massive ads of like a person, the and marble then, man. Yeah, and then in the sky. bottom is like the little logo. But yes. like and and the, and they said also that usually in those ads the person wasn't even smoking. Like yeah. maybe they had a cigarette in their hand, but like it wasn't even lit. lit. You know? Like like so interesting the way that well,
0: advertising that the,
1: works. right? The,
0: the brand the Virginia Slims were made for women. For women.
1: Yes. As
0: women. Yes. As
1: as, as, um, yes. as, as, as something as that dieting, you, yeah. 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 Wild, wild. Very
0: wild. Totally, totally.
1: Anyway, it was a fun, it was a fun time. I liked, I liked yeah. the fact that they had a theme and that I knew like every week was, it was like, what's, yeah. what's going to be the next part of
0: this like little Yeah. section, you know, this little mini chunk. series. Little yeah. Mini, mini series. series I, really, yeah. I really liked it. Liked yeah. It. Yeah. It was good. It so, was good. and it
1: had me thinking a lot about like just, yeah, just diets in general and like yeah. what diets, you know, I, what diets I expected to be
0: sure yep.
1: what diets weren't you know what mm-hmm. and what really makes a diet why people get like caught up in them like caught up in the height yeah. you
0: know yeah uh, i know crazy yeah. crazy crazy well
1: sandy mind. what a great chat it, it it there's been i mean people that are listening don't know because an episode comes out every week but for yeah. us in recording it's been
0: a chunk of almost, time since the almost last two weeks we yeah. yeah
1: so it's uh it's yeah. been nice to, to sit down and chat with you again
0: yeah, you too. Nice to see you.
1: Yeah. I, people will notice from our Instagram photo that we are both recording in our pajamas. And it's yeah. not even late at night. It is midday. It's <laughs> a weekend, but yes. yes this is right. So
0: uh, from
1: from one PJ clad
0: gal to another. Exactly thanks, exactly. thanks for the chat. Yes, you too, friend. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your evening. And thanks, thanks. everyone, for listening. All right.
1: Bye. All right. Talk to you
0: soon. Bye.